0: Welcome to Fighting Under Nothingness, Processes of Perceptional Self-Improvement. Hello my friends, I'm happy you're here with me today. I hope you've installed more windows in your brain to let light into your consciousness and to gather more of the vital information that we can glean from our surrounding situations, to provide a happier life. And I want to talk about happiness. It's easy to perceive happiness as coming from the outside in. It's easy to perceive happiness requiring catalysts to be offered to us, to inspire us to a state of happiness. But that's not the whole story. Happiness has to be a choice at its core. You have to be able to perceive things as being worthy of your happiness. We have to be able to want to be happy. It's not just an outside-in thing. It's an inside-out thing. If it were completely an outside-in thing then we'd be waiting forever for happiness to come to us. The desire to be happy takes effort. Your perception of happiness requires maintenance. You have to want to be happy. And nobody can tell you to want to be happy. I mean, they can. And they frequently do. But it doesn't really work if you don't really want it. It doesn't matter how many people tell you something is supposed to make you happy, or how happy you should be in your situation, comparatively to other people who are more happy in worse situations, it's not about other people. It's about you. It's about me wanting to be happy in my life, and actually building that inclination inside my mind. Clearing away all of the utter nonsense that's telling me not to be happy. You have to get out from under all of your desire to be unhappy. So, our happiness varies depending on how willing we are to be happy. It's how much we want to be happy that decides how happy we are in any moment. And it can be difficult to see. But once you start to look inside, you can start to see how you're making yourself unhappy. It's important to try and find out how willing you unconsciously are to be happy right now. And I've found three simple methods that you can use to find out how happy you're willing to be right now. And they're simple tests. But they're not easy. And they'll show how much effort you're willing to invest into your happiness. And those three tests are posture, breath, and smile. PBS, your public broadcasting system. And I know these things are so simple that they've almost become rhetoric. But if you can see them as three tests of how willing you are to be happy it can change your approach to them and they can change your approach to happiness first test is posture how your spine affects how happy you are because our spine is the highway of energy our life travels up and down it and the stronger it is the stronger our happiness will be as a person who spent most of his life with lower and upper back issues. I've been a slouchaholic, and it's lent to a lot of low energy and miserability that I couldn't put my finger on. But it's one of the things that can make you happy. It's one of the ways you can test to see how willing you are to be happy. The better you can hold your spine, the more energy will flow along it. It's a direct causality link between your posture and your energy levels. Between your posture and your emotional clarity. Often posture is one of the first things to go when you get depressed. It's difficult to stand up straight when you feel life is so heavy. When you just don't want to deal with anything. Fighting gravity seems like an extra chore. That's more easily leaned into than fought against. Seems like you're doing yourself a treat when you slouch because it's easy, but in truth it counters your inner happiness narrative. It's a direct sign that you're unwilling to promote your physical splendor, your feelings of liberation, the openness of your lungs, your capacity to allow your body to function, in a much happier way than it otherwise would. So if you can improve your posture, you can improve your happiness. The more confident you'll feel, the taller you'll be. It's amazing the levels of energy and self-esteem that rise once you have stood there like a powerful person for just a few moments, giving yourself the power to be positive whenever you want. The second test in this trio of Difficult simplicity is breath. How much you breathe will help determine how happy you can be. We're surrounded by this magical substance that, if we inhale the right amount of it, it gives us energy, it gives us life, it makes us powerful, it clarifies our mind and oxygenates our blood, it gives us hope and much like posture. When you're sad, you don't really want to breathe that much. Not that you're trying to stop yourself from breathing, but often you'll just default to the minimum capacity that your body is unconsciously willing to inhale for you. But if we improve our breathing just a bit more consistently, not over-oxygenating and hyperventilating, just taking in 10 deep breaths in the midst of our day of minimalistic breathing, Finding ways to associate breathing with happiness. Becoming more conscious of this potential inside of you. Of this process that immediately lends you more strength, more clarity. It doesn't wipe away all the negative thoughts that often cause the root of unhappiness. But it just gives you a little bit more power in the face of your constant challenge. You don't necessarily have to associate it with thinking positively, but if you do it just a little bit better, just a little bit more, you can bring happiness in through your nose and mouth and exhale sadness. It's just something you can give to yourself. We're surrounded by free energy. We constantly have this substance floating around us that can make us more powerful people. If we choose to use it, it's just a test to see how willing you are to be happy using this one simple method. It's another choice in our arsenal of emotional improvements. And the last simple test is smiling. How willing you are to put even a mildly pleasant expression on your face. We carry around a facial-emotional bias unconsciously most of the time and if we're not aware of it we could be frowning our way into the most dire emotional causalities both internally and externally because of our unconscious muscular associations with how we hold our face if we're smiling we will be more unconsciously positive if we're frowning and we don't know that we're frowning then we'll unconsciously be Telling ourselves that we're not happy. That there's some reason not to be happy. Often is not when we're not feeling our best. The last thing we want to do is smile. But that's a good way of telling when we're telling ourselves not to be happy. If we can't make ourselves smile, then that shows how unwilling we are to become happy in that moment. Smiling can do a lot for you. Not only can it affect your unconscious emotional bias, but it also affects people around you. It's good to test how willing you are to smile when you're not specifically unhappy about something. If you regularly pick neutral moments to try smiling, it helps test your unconscious bias. Test your willingness to supersede ambient feelings of unhappiness. And these three tests can do that. Don't judge yourself when you're trying these out. That's totally not the point. It's about improvement. It's not about perfection. Each one of these tests can be either a harbinger of guilt or a gift of glory. Don't use them as criticisms. These are all processes that we spend our whole lives making better. And with each improvement, we garner a better ability to create Our own happiness. Each one of these methods. Centers us in the moment. It gives us a momentousness. That brings us to our choice. To improve. Even if you're not good at any of them. Just the conscious willingness. To attempt their improvement. Is an improvement. And you can work on them. At any time of day. You have them with you. At all times. It's like the travel edition of evolution that you can take with you wherever you go. And the better you are at posture, breathing, and smiling, even with nobody else around, the more conscious you'll be of a choice you're making. Happiness can come from the outside, but you have to be ready for it. You have to prime your happiness receptor engines to be able to perceive more happy things happening without you you have to reflect a conscious willingness to be happy on the inside off of catalysts that happen on the outside. It's the only way that two can connect. Otherwise, you'll be wanting the outside to constantly make you happy. And then when it's not making you happy, you won't know how to make yourself happy in its absence. But it's just three things that you can work on to bring yourself to a sense of momentousness. To bring yourself... To a sense of choice. A lot of guilt and sadness comes from our unconscious unwillingness to integrate with our lives. Happiness comes from effort invested to be happy, to perceive your connectedness with the now, and give yourself a choice to move forward into a more consciously happy life, absent of any catalysts. So regularly test your happiness from the inside out. Every effort helps. Every attempt to become more conscious gives us a greater grip on our potential reality. Giving yourself options. Simple, difficult options. (laughs) It's nice to know that you always have a choice. That even in the midst of your darkest circumstance, you can bring it back to you. You can find out how much you're making yourself happy and how much you're expecting the outside to make you happy if you can find your posture breath and smile in the midst of your darkest times that's the true test it's best to practice these three elements in the times between your extreme emotionality standing in line watching television reading any time is a good time to test Your willingness to be happy. So find how willing you are to be happy, my friends. The power is within you. Use these three simple yet challenging tests to constantly improve your acceptance of happiness, your acceptance of choice, your acceptance of being yourself and being happy. If you can work on your physical happiness, makes it a lot easier to work on your mental happiness if your mind is carrying around the weight of a depressed physical form it makes it much more difficult to sort out all of the mess in your mind if our body becomes an anchor of positive process it makes it much easier to sort the puzzle in your brain and put it together so that it forms the image of a happy you Make your body a conduit for emotional evolution. Three simple tests. Posture, breast, smile. PBS, your public broadcasting system that tells you unconsciously how willing you are to experience joy, to accept happiness from the outside. Give yourself the choice of happiness reception and more happiness will come to you. Find your inner peace, my friends. Be the anchor of your happiness. Practice your joy right now. Thanks for listening. If you could throw me a follow, I'd greatly appreciate it. And leave a comment. I'd love to hear from you. For more stuff that I make, go to fightingundernothingness.com.